Well, well, Drag Race UK might still be going, uh, but the BBC is shit. So let's dive into the fallout of this weird ass episode. And Brittany is free. Welcome to the Fallout TV. I don't know what accent I'm trying to do. Hello, please. No, I'm not trying to do that one today. That's tomorrow. <laughs> but welcome to the Fallout TV, where we are your number one source for the Fallout of Drag Race UK, Series 3, Episode 8. I'm Logan Murphy. I am Jordan Legacy Spears. And, uh... Before we dive into anything else, uh, we must talk about it. We must discuss it. Britney Jean Spears is free. She's free. And we are celebrating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a good day. It definitely is. And this banner will be up the whole time because I don't give a fuck. So... But yes. Shall oh we get boy. into the buffoonery and the clownery uh, and the confusion? Yes, let's let's just dive into it. But before we do, if you're watching with us live or after the fact on YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter, make sure to subscribe, follow, like, comment, and share. And if you are listening to us afterwards, wherever fine podcasts can be listened to, make sure you're also giving us a like and a follow, comment, and share, because we are the only podcast celebrating that Britney Jean Spears is free and talking about Drag Race UK at the same time, and shitting on the BBC. We'll talk about it. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter, especially at the Fallout TV for all of the most up-to-date Fallout TV news, and all of our audio po uh, podcasts, as well as our video podcast links and social media links are available in our link tree, which is also in the description, wherever descriptions are available for you. Um, so yes, Brittany's free. Should we talk about it for more yes. than just a moment? Brittany is free. It was very, very... Oh, we already have... What does the comments say? Hello, Mons. Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Bye. Yes. The queen is free. Um, yes. No more abusing her. The freeloaders all must go to jail. Yes. It's not over, but she's free, so we celebrate today. Yes. Now, before we dive into the bra wars of it all, Jordan, um, we are going to need to take some time to shit on the BBC. Um, so, it was... I'm going to be very honest. It was difficult to even want to talk about this episode. I thought this ep the episode was good. And that's the frustrating thing. 
it was a good episode because if you haven't seen um, this week, the BBC decided to quit the Stonewall diversity scheme in the UK. And if you don't know what that is, it is one of the leading LGBTQ plus um, activism organizations in the UK. Um, and they quit over, quote, impartiality concerns. Basically, the, what the fuck was his name? The BBC Director General wants uh, BBC journalists to be able to report that uh, trans people shouldn't have rights, that, like, be able to report on anti-trans issues, um, which is point-blank period bullshit. Um, it's absolutely disgusting. It's appalling. And I urge the producers of Drag Race, RuPaul, Michelle, Graham, all of you, Alan, you too, um, get this fucking show off the BBC now. Point blank. Because, like, it's popular enough you don't need to have it on the BBC. Like, you don't. You could have it on ITV. You could have it on Channel 4. You can have it on so many other fucking networks that don't shit on trans people. So, shame on you, BBC. Tim Davey, you can go to hell. Um, and yeah. That's just a little, a little disclaimer. We're not excited. Oh, well, I'm not. I can't speak for Jordan. I'm not super excited to continue to be talking about this season. I'm going to be honest. I think the queens are great. I thought the episode was great. But it is very frustrating to talk about a show on the BBC when they do not support us, quite frankly. Um, and it's disgusting. And yeah. I don't know if you have anything to add to it, Jordan, but... You all need a whipping. Ooh. Also, can we talk for a slight moment? Uh, Miss Legacy Spears, you look stunning today. Can we talk about it for just a I moment? Like, if I'm going to be <laughs> on camera for an extended amount of time... <laughs> I was going to beat the face. Well, I'm orange is your color. It's not, I'm actually surprised it's not down here by now. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to wear lashes. And mm -hmm. I've already cried. I've cried three times already. Same. And I'm surprised <laughs> my liner isn't down to here. You look fabulous nonetheless. <laughs> but yes uh, or this orange blazer moment is just everything but with that shall we talk about this uh, this episode of television that again I think it was a pretty damn good episode of television I'm not mad at it I don't have an issue with the episodes I just no. really I'm done with the whole BI, BIC thing BBC BBC, BBA, BBD. All of that. All of them. 
Well, we're going to dive into episode eight, and we start with the fallout of the elimination of Scarlet Harlot. Um, I will say, you know, we kind of shit on Scarlet a little bit on this season, and I think myself specifically kind of shit on Scarlet a little bit. Um, but I want to say, like, I think she's a great drag queen. And uh, I watched both of the interviews that she did this week with Pop Buzz with Why She Black and then on Attitude's Tea Time with Tea Coffee. I watched both of them and she really explained that, like, the person that we're seeing on television is not at all the person that she is now. And, like, uh, she also, in addition, it felt very similar to what Veronica Green was saying in her interviews this season. Like, struggled a lot to even get to Drag Race with a lot of the stuff. So, like, I definitely, I feel a little bad for shitting on her so much. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. But I think she's a great drag queen. It was her time to go, in my opinion. Um, I would agree. Yeah. But they come back into the workroom, they all talk about how Vanity owned that lip sync, and it was one of the best individual lip sync performances in Drag Race UK history, for sure. It was good. It was so beyond good. Um, we get Kitty celebrating. I really Canada's one this week, too. We will talk about Canada tomorrow. I'm very excited to talk about Canada. Because, oh boy, Canada. Oh, Canada. Like, oh, yeah. honey. But, oh, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kitty is celebrating her first badge We love it Kitty finally has a badge Thank you Jesus And Kitty's like Well who do we think is going to go home next Silence I'll be honest I think it's Vanity And I'm like Girl Stop shitting on Vanity Leave Vanity alone Very that like, I understand she's been in the bottom three times, but this was the first time she's been in the bottom since episode three. Leave Vanity alone. Literally. Uh, Vanity says that she's not super sure if badges are going to bring some of the girls to the final. Um, I would agree with that. I, given the events of this week, I would love to see Vanity make the top three, I'm going to be honest. And, like, Crystal has grown on me, but I really think Vanity deserves that spot because I think we already know who the top two of the season are, so it's really just a competition for third at this point. Um, and we'll talk about it. Um, and then I love... The girls are literally, like, in... Like, completely out of drag, but, like, still in, like... they Like, half of them still have their pads on or whatever, and they're pushing Kitty around on the table as Miss Fugly... <laughs> no, that was so dumb and stupid. Yeah. But I, I I do also love that Kitty fully got a sash for like being Miss Fugly. I thought that was kind of cute. And then she continued to wear it for the entire episode. Entire episode. <sighs> but anyway, <laughs> we come back the next day in the workroom. Uh, Kitty's still wearing her sash, but it's fine. 
and we don't have a mini challenge, we find out that the maxi challenge for the week is Bra Wars, The Fempire Strikes Back. It is a top four acting challenge, and oh boy, I normally hate these, like, final episode before the finale uh, acting challenge moments. We'll talk about it. Not the last episode before the finale, but I still hate that they do them so late. Yeah. Like, okay, here's my thing. And I might go on a little bit of a tangent. So sorry. But, like, since we know what next week's episode is, I feel like that is such a better, like, final challenge before the thing. But also, like, why couldn't we take the challenge from last week and make that the last challenge? Because you know yeah. damn well they could have written in a part for, like, Princess Leia in this Bra Wars shit, done it at Final Five, then did the roast, and then did the Miss Fugly, and that would be, like, the perfect transition. Because, like, I hate when they do these... I hate when they do an acting challenge and a comedy challenge, like, right before the finale. Because at the end of the day, not every queen is a funny queen. And I understand that UK drag culture is a little bit different. And there's more of a focus on being able, being charismatic, being funny, being a host. Like, like that's more like their kind of drag. But also I just feel like, and I don't know if you agree. I'm actually really curious what you think. I just think the Miss Fugly challenge would have been the perfect challenge to take them into top three, since apparently we're getting a top three and not a top four this season. Yeah, I, I, I could agree to that. It just, and uh, it felt weird. It just feels weird. But we'll, we'll talk about it. Move my table. We love it. Um, yes, so because Kitty won the Miss Fugly Ball, she gets to cast the production um and full on has a full uh casting couch moment with these girls um also i missed this a few moments ago but thank you brandon we're both stunning thank you brandon love you brandon appreciate you brandon um but Kitty does, like, a full casting moment, like, making all the girls do all the parts, which I thought was, like, a really good way of going about this. Yeah. I enjoyed that she casted them. In the Kitty Scott casting agency? <laughs> In the like, Kitty Scott casting agency. I'm going to be really honest. Like, I understand. Like, you're, you're team L of a day. We know you're team L of a day. I'm going to be so disappointed if Kitty doesn't win this season. I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm going to be really disappointed. And it's nothing against Ella. I just, like... Remember we did that draft, and I don't even know, like, we didn't even do anything with it. I have it somewhere. I'll I think pull you it up. Kitty. I'm pretty sure I did. And I'm pretty sure you have Ella. 
but yeah i'll find just... i'll find it wherever it is <laughs> i could see it's either kitty or ella at this point like yeah. i do not see crystal or vanity, vanity winning now they could fucking shake things up all of a sudden but the way it's looking and the way that the edit is, I feel like it's going to be either a Kitty or an Ella win. I want to talk for a moment, and this ties into the filming, so I'm actually going to wait for a second. But we end up with the roles that were cast. Um, Bra Barella is Kitty. Shocker. I'm not surprised she put herself in the main role. Um, Daft Shader is Ella. She three Piho is Crystal and Baby Yolo is Vanity. Vanity wanted the Baby Yolo part, so I mean, good for you, gal. Crystal really did not want the She three Piho part and wanted a different part to show to sort of show diversity um, and like um, that she can do something a little bit different. Unfortunately, she didn't get that opportunity in this challenge. Um, we go to filming, and I want to talk specifically about the the trajectory and the arc and the edits that Crystal Versace is getting. Yeah. Because, like, she's never fallen in the bottom. And she mm. won the first two challenges of the season. And then ever since then has kind of been hovering around the bottom. But then, like, in this, in the filming, Crystal's really struggling. And, yeah. like, Michelle is comforting her, being like, you got this, you're good, like, you know what to do. And I was, like, really confused, because normally, like, if someone was struggling to the extent that Crystal was, we would see Michelle just, like, getting frustrated, and it felt so different from that. And then we find out, and I don't know if this had ever been brought up previously. If you remember Jordan or if anyone else remembers, let me know. But I don't remember at there ever being a conversation shown talking about how Crystal has dyslexia. I don't think that was shown until this episode. I really, and it was just so casually brought up. Like, Crystal in Confessional is like, my dyslexia makes things a lot harder when it comes to acting. And I was like, oh, well, then I understand now. Like, I, I get it. Yeah. And so it was so, and I guess there really wasn't another moment for that to have been brought up. Because yeah. the other two acting challenges that they've done, well, acting, quote-unquote, haven't been... Um, acting? I guess you could call it. Um, the other two challenges haven't been scripted. We had, like, if you can call the Dragaton challenge an acting challenge, kind of, but it was more like a dance challenge. And then the uh, Draglexa were both... Um, improv and then snatch game obviously so this is the first like scripted acting challenge they've had this season 
And I feel like they cut out some part in a previous episode with Crystal talking about that. Unless I just really don't remember. Um, which could be the case. But, like, I did not remember at all any discussion of Crystal's dyslexia. And so I was like, oh, okay. Well, it makes sense that you're struggling. Like, I yeah. understand now. Like, I, it, it, I get it. Um, and, again, like... I've started, like, I've grown to Crystal. She's not my favorite, but I don't no, miss like, her. Um, I think I personally want Vanity in the top three, but if Crystal made top three, I wouldn't be surprised, nor would I be upset. Um, it's kind of where I'm at. Um, did you have anything else from the filming that stood out to you? Uh, wasn't Ella struggling a bit, too? Ella was, yeah. The way they shot it was so weird because it's like Crystal, it was Crystal, Vanity, and Kitty in the like main ship area. And then Ella is like obviously on screen, but is like fully off to the side, really far away from Kitty with like, she said a plant pot on her head and it kind of looked like it. Um... <laughs> And like a mask on, and it was she was having a hard time with the green screen moments. Um, yeah, she was struggling. Kitty could not say space nut milk. She was saying nut baby milk. She was saying space baby milk, space nut baby. Space All of the permutations. Space nut baby. Space milk baby. Milk of <laughs> a space baby. Milk of a space baby. Like, it was, it's so funny. She, like, even when unintentionally, even when unintentional, she's still just, like, so fucking funny. Um, which I love. But, overall, everyone does, like, about the same amount of not great in the filming, at least from what we see. You know, from what I... Well, like, when they showed us the actual challenge, I was like, oh, it's kind of cute. It edited well. We'll talk about it. I completely agreed. <laughs> I was like, oh, they actually turned it out. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't looking... Like, during the filming part, I was like, oh, this isn't gonna be good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, well, I mean, they always do that on Drag Race. They always want to fake us out and make it think it's going to be a lot worse. And then in most cases, it is bad. But <laughs> I was shook. Yes. But we go, we're in the workroom the next day for Elimination Day. We get our tragedy mirror moment of the episode. And um, we're talking about PDA in public being queer. Um, and Ella talking about how she lives in, like, a, like, family values neighborhood, as she put it, and that, like, none of her neighbors know that she does drag. Um, and then talked about, like, being in her neighborhood with her boyfriend and fully being called fag in her neighborhood. And I was like, that's insane to me. Yeah, that's insane to me too. Like I, I, I can see where that would be. A th that could happen. 
Yeah. But for me, like in what we're 2021, I don't think it's needed. People are still hateful. Hateful cunts. I mean, I had that happen to me, but it was a few years ago at this point. But yeah, it's just unfortunate. Um, Vanity also talks about being black and queer and how her boyfriend is tall and white. And so, like, there's lit- there's absolutely no PDA in Brixton, where she lives. Like, that's not a thing. Um, and then Crystal and Kitty sort of start this conversation about, like, being groped and grabbed and, like, n- being touched in a non-consenting way in drag. And I think that's a really real conversation. I do. I do think that that's isn't, also. That isn't had very often on Drag Race. Um, which I really appreciate. Like, the frustrating thing is, like, as much as I hate the BBC, like, I loved, I, I've loved this season so far. Like, I yeah. think it's been a really, even if it was, even if it was filmed in 10 days, it wasn't, but. Though, the one in the, whoever's with us still, what are you guys thinking of the season? Do you have faith? Let us know. I want to know. Let us know in the chat, in the comments. Let us know. Um, so we go to the runway. With special guest, Russell Tovey, who I recognize from things, but can't place him in things. Um, you know when, like, you know an actor and you can, like, you know his face, but you can't, like, place him in things? Mm-hmm. And I want to say that I remember him from watching, this is going to be a really obscure reference, but for UK people, you might get it, and Jordan, you'll get it. I think I recognize him from BBUK's Bit on the Side. Rylan? No, not uh, with Rylan, yeah, but like that's not Rylan, obviously. But I think he's been on Bit on the Side. Hmm. Okay. Also, why hasn't Ryland been a guest judge? Hello? Oh, Ryland Clark Neal. I love him. Him and uh, Emma. Him and Emma need to go on. Can we get a... Oh, I was watching... Oh, what was it? I was watching Scarlett's interview with um with why she and they made a big brother joke and i was like okay bitch i think i like you now <laughs> like okay miss scarlet i see you but i think that's where i recognize russell from i'm not a hundred percent sure okay um also i don't normally talk about rue's looks but um did it look like to you that rue had to compete in a drag on a dime challenge today Miss Paul, what was this outfit? And why did you approve this outfit? And what brain cell in Zaldi's mind made it think that this outfit was okay? It's like kind of shocking for me because Zaldi is normally like on it. Whether I like it or not, like it's a good outfit. 
This was it's just always usually bad. looks good. But this one? Yeah. No. No. Well, we have a very short runway to talk about. So shall we shall we dive into it, Jordan? Bring back our girls. In slideshow form. Yes. There's only four, thank God. I do want to talk about two specific people and that were eliminated already and their looks for this runway, but we'll get there. Um, but the category is scene stealers. No, they're not, and I'm mad I didn't have time to pull them. Um so the category is scene stealers. I guess we can probably start with the two eliminated girls, actually. So the two that I want to talk about are River and Anubis. So for yes. this category, I was watching and I was like, what is this category? And then it was like famous like movie characters. And I was like, one, love this runway theme. Like this is yeah. so clever. I really I hope they do it more because I really like this. Two, River posted her look, and she was gonna be fucking Lucy Lou from Kill Bill. And it's gorgeous. If you guys haven't it's seen it, stunning. Go check out her Instagram. Why did we have to eliminate River Medway over nothing? I don't know. I also miss Chorizo. Me? That's not her name. Chorizo May. That's her name. Um, I miss Chorizo too, the food. I should go buy some. That too. Um, and I then a new sausage. Yes. Anubis did a fall on Monsters Inc. moment with the sully big cape, and then it revealed. And her look underneath was like this color block, really cool like moment where all of her pieces corresponded to a different character in Monsters University. Oh, okay. We were really robbed of all of Anubis's fashion this season. Yeah, we were truly robbed of that, and I'm still upset about it. But Anubis. But regardless, first on the runway is Crystal Versace doing a Cruella DeVille moment. Now, Cruella DeVille has been done a lot on Drag Race and in drag in general. Um, what I will say about this look that Crystal gave um, is kind of what the judges said as well. It's very polished. It's fashion. I, I really, really like her interpretation of Cruella DeVille. What do you think, Jordan? Uh, I think it kind of fit with, like, Corella is having her moment right now. Yes. So it was... I actually wasn't mad at this look. No. What I was mad was Michelle saying Glenn Close but no cigar. I was like, don't dare talk about Joe Black because you did Joe Black so dirty on this show. Fucking Ella Bidet. This was great. I'm not gonna lie to you. This is hot. This is my favorite look of the week. <laughs> I do not know why it's hot, but it's hot. I I think this is 
like, the judges even said it. This was so unexpected for Ella. The only issue I have is that her face does not match the color of the bodysuit. That's the only issue I have. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, this is so good. I love the, like, peplum harness clear moment. Like, it's just... I never would have thought of anyone to do an Oompa Loompa. But it's so smart and so put together and just, like, it's so fierce. Anubis as a banana would have been good too. Right. She had a whole but she had a whole banana look for the fruity runway. It was so good. Oh. I accidentally hit the wrong button. I was trying to go forward. Well, don't do that. Next is Vanity Vanity Milan. Giving bats, which I love. And I don't give a fuck if this is the fifth orange outfit she's worn this season. This is fucking great. I love bats. What? I don't know. I don't either. Um, Someone's going to teleport me to Mars soon. We'd love to see it. You know, I thought, like, I, it, it's frustrating for me anytime they're like, well, this is, like, the fifth orange look in a row that you're doing, but it's also, like, a, she made the charity shop outfit last week that was orange while there, and that was, like, the only thing she could grab. And B, she doesn't know when these fucking runway categories are going to pop up, so, like, fuck off with that. Mm-hmm. But you're going to praise someone like Raja O'Hara for wearing purple every fucking week? Fuck off with that. It seems that purple is your color. And orange is her color, so let her wear her damn orange. I will say I did agree that like using the same wig, that was a little like, mm, okay. But I understand it for the BAPS look. I just wish she had used a different wig than for the charity shop look. Fair. But I also understand she was going for like a Nene Leaks sort of moment with the charity shop look. So I understand it. I still think this is polished. I think this is one of the best looks Vanity has brought this season. Um, I don't think anything is... I don't think anything is going to surpass her uh, giant black quilt moment, but I think this is just, this is really, really good from Vanity. This is perfection. Last up is Kitty Scott Claus doing Titanic. I thought this was fine. That's okay. It's polished. Yeah. It's good. She has a skirt reveal for some reason that the judges really seem to enjoy. Um, this is not inventive in any way for me. This you know is fully what, what I would have expected. Hmm. If she took that off and then had like a nude illusion look. <gasps> And would have said like, "Imagine, could you?" That would have been fierce as fuck. 
I fully thought there was going to... We'll talk about the lip sync. I fully thought there was going to be a reveal. And then I'm like, oh, no, no, no. It's just... It's a second reveal. But I'm like, no, no. It, it's just a cape. It's just a jacket. Okay. Okay. But no, like, I... That would have been fierce. That idea would have been so good. And very unexpected from Kitty. Right. But... She didn't do that, but I thought it was just perfectly serviceable and lovely and wonderful. And polished. And like that's what I expect from Kitty. So I'm not not mad. I just wish she had done something a little bit more inventive. I wanted more. Give me, give too. me more. Um, we kind of already talked about the acting challenge itself. Um, I thought it turned out really good. And I honestly thought all four of them were about even when it came to their performance. Yeah. Like, I really didn't have an issue with anyone specifically. I thought they all did good. It seemed like they brought up how Crystal and Vanity kind of struggled in the challenge, but didn't bring up how Ella and Kitty also equally struggled in the challenge. No, that was weird for me. It's fucking weird. Like, I just... And, like, it's frustrating because, like, yeah, production, like, tampers in the season. But now I'm even seeing it so, like, so, like, blatantly from, like, Michelle. I'm like, I don't want to see it blatantly from Michelle. Like, what? Um, But, yeah, I thought thought it was good. Obviously, they're going to do the, like, little drag race trope moments, whatever, Death bra, whatever. Bra wars. Bra wars, whatever. Um, do, 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 I honestly, I really wish this had been written for more people. Yeah. Because I feel like there's so many other characters that you could do. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Um, we go to Untucked. Everyone did so well. Everyone's thirsting over Russell Tovey, as am I. Hi, Russell Um Toby. He's a homosexual. Back off. All the good ones are homosexual. <coughs> I'm sorry. Um, it becomes very obvious that Crystal and Vanity, as well as everybody else, seem to think that they're in the bottom. Uh... And based on the judging alone, I think I would have agreed with that. I we go, yeah, that was my thought too. We go to the runway, Jordan, and Vanity is called safe. And I'm like, what? Okay. And then I was happy about it, obviously. And then Crystal is called safe. And I'm like, oh, so they're doing a top two. And that's exactly what they do. And I'm like, okay. Y'all need to tell me that you're just going to have a top two non-elimination moment when you could have just not eliminated River Medway. And you'd still be fine. Like, I just don't understand it. I really don't. It's so fucking maddening to me. And, like... 
it sucks because I've liked this season, but I've liked this season because of the cast. Yeah. And so it's like the fucking production of it all has been shit. But this cast has been so fucking good. Um, I would agree with that. But anyway, we get a top two of Ella Viday and Kitty Scott Claus, which I honestly, I personally disagreed. Okay. My top two, despite her runway look, I thought Ella's runway was great. My top two was actually Kitty and Vanity. Okay. I just think Vanity had such a more difficult role than Ella did and did so much more with her role than Ella did. That's fair. Um, did you agree with the top two? I did agree with the top two after getting my left breast where I was like, it's going to happen. Right. Um, and so we go, we have a top two lip sync for no fucking reason, which is kind of bullshit. And I, I actually didn't get, I didn't get spoiled, but I heard that there was like some like big major twist on this episode. And I'm like, as may be heart, we love you. What? As may be hard. Excuse me, ma'am. Hello, I love you so much. Um, but Brittany yes. is so, free. Go tell the world. Yes, God. Um, <laughs> so we have Ella and Kitty. I'm really happy to hear that you're not dead. I'm like really happy about that. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, but we have Ella and Kitty lip syncing to what was the song called? Something New by Girls Aloud. Now, Miss Jordan, I have to throw up the speculation corner for just a moment because I have some speculation to share with the group. I fully believe that this was planted the exact same way that they conveniently planted a Cheryl Cole song at the top five for Cheryl Hole on season one. My theory is that if Kitty had been in the bottom, this song was specifically, I feel like the reason Vanity wasn't, yeah, I agree with you, Esme. I completely agree. Um, but for me, I feel like if Kitty had been in the top, which she was, they were just going to do a top two lip sync. And I feel like if Kitty was in the bottom, this song was conveniently planted for her to win against anyone because we know how much of a Girls Aloud fan she is. Yeah. And while I'm, like, fine with the rigging towards Kitty, because I like Kitty, it's just a little frustrating. Yeah. Because, like, if Kitty was in the bottom, was this 
song specifically planted and would she have been against vanity to where it's basically a reverse of what happened last week and like you're not gonna send kitty scott claus home on a girls aloud song no like it just it felt weird to me regardless i thought the lip sync was perfectly serviceable and fine and it doesn't literally i could not agree doesn't flop what the hell we're gonna do now could not agree with you more like it i don't know i feel like this lip sync was perfectly serviceable and fine and i don't find either one of them compelling lip syncers i'm gonna be very honest fair like i also heard before i watched this that like ella didn't know some of the words allegedly like didn't know most of the words and I disagreed. I've watched the lip sync now three times. I think Ella knew her words. It just felt like Kitty, and I don't know if it was Girls Aloud choreography that Kitty was doing, but I feel like Kitty was doing like Girls Aloud stuff and like girl group moves, and it felt very stiff. There and was like, a lot of that reverse windmill. Yes, there was a lot of the reverse windmill. She does like a death splat twice. Like, it felt really strange. And then Ella, who I thought would have been a more compelling performer, kind of was just like, I'm going to do some squiggly arms and I'm not connected to this song at all. And I'm going to drop to my knees a few times. And by a few, I mean like 12 in one two-minute lip sync. And then, like, I don't know. I thought it was funny the moment when, like, Kitty went to go copy what Ella was doing. I thought that was cute. Um, But, like... And then we find out that they both win. And it's like, then why the fuck did we have this challenge? Like, what was the point? No idea. It just, it frustrates me so much. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So Ella now has three badges when I think quite personally, she should only have one. Um, And Kitty now has two badges where I think she should have two or three. So... It's almost over. It's almost over. I am very excited for next week, Jordan. Um, not the for the not for the challenge. So the preview for next week, we find out that next week is the roast of themselves and the cast, which just seems like okay. It's an extended reading challenge. Cool. Teresa's not here to win. Um, but I would like to point out that we get a cameo from icon, legend, star, and winner of Series 4 of Drag Race UK. Victoria Scone will be back on our screens, people. And I, for one, am very fucking excited. Very excited. Very excited. 
could not agree with you more, Esme. Uh, the lip syncs have been a mess. Literally the only lip syncs... Okay, I think there were two lip syncs that I've enjoyed. And it was the... Um, it was last week's because Vanity was so good. Um, and I really personally liked um, the Anubis and Electra lip sync. That was a cute one. And I will say, um, Scarlet did a really good job in the Big Spender lip sync. But we also have to recognize that, like, lip syncing is not a very, like, it's not very commonplace in the UK. So I understand, like, the, it, hence why we've seen a few queens throughout the three series that we've had so far really excelling in the lip sync because they kind of are a little bit more influenced by American drag styles. And I think of Cheryl Hull, I think of Vanity Milan, I think of Tace, I think of Bimini. Um, who else was there? A double Shantae, a double sachet, and a top two lip sync that has happened twice on two very disparate episodes for no reason. And it's frustrating because I think this cast has been great. Yeah. Like, it, I don't... Uh, Bye, Rue. We're done with you. Uh, honestly. I'm very excited to end this season and get into a period of time where we're not going to have RuPaul hosting Drag Race for, like, a month. Because we all know damn good and well... Uh, season 14 is probably going to premiere on New Year's Day, like like 13 did. Like, yeah. I, I'm i just expecting it at this point. So... You've accepted it? Yes. Fully have accepted it. Not that. <laughs> not that. As they said it, not me. As they said it, not me. Any who's all. Um, thank you so much for joining us for our uh, final episode before the penultimate episode of Drag Race UK. We're going to continue to trudge through the last two episodes of this season. Uh, let us know in the comments, in the chat, who you're rooting for and why is it Vanity Milan? Um, even though we know damn good and well she's not going to win, but why are we still rooting for Vanity Milan? Uh, it's an L of a day. And if a white person is going to win, which is probably going to happen, I want it to be Kitty. Um, <laughs> but... Oh my god. Don't you have some fracking to do, Esme? Anywho. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for yet another